Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. Actually, it just occurs to me, this is kind of a milestone for us a little bit. This is actually our 20th episode, so thanks for joining us for this. We're going to get to uh, the prayers in a few moments. Kristen's going to pray over all of you. I'll pray over a few specific people who sent us requests. Before I do that, though, I just want to spend a few minutes talking to you today about guarding your heart and your mind. Now, I spoke with you the other day about the importance of not letting negative people speak defeat and destruction over you because words are so powerful, right? But it's also important that you don't do it to yourself by allowing negative influences into your mind through the things that you watch. Jesus says, the eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. And we know this intuitively, right? And yet, how many of us regularly put images into our minds that are negative, if not completely degenerate, in particular with what we see on TV and in the movies and on the internet and even the news? And believe me, I'm guilty of this too. I'll be honest with you. I used to love watching some of those classic mob movies like Goodfellas and Casino, which I'm ashamed to say were full of profanity and violence. And I would say, well, that's okay. I'm not going to act like that. I'm not going to do what they're doing. And it's true in some sense because I'm not going to go out murdering people. But you can't watch things like that and pretend it doesn't affect you in a very negative way, and in particular in the way that you look at other people and interact with them. Now, the way we deceive ourselves is we say that watching one bad thing won't hurt, or maybe we'll watch an edited version on cable that's that's you know bleeped out the bad words. Well, it's maybe true that it won't hurt you enough that you'll perceive it, at least at first, but in the aggregate, over time, watching those things even occasionally will convert you into something that you don't want to be. I'll tell you a story real quick. When I was a prosecutor a few years ago, the guy sharing an office with me was doing a murder trial and he had these large blow up pictures of the murder victim's dead body. He needed them for the trial to show the jury and the body was mutilated all kinds of different ways. And he and the other prosecutor with whom he was working on the case would come in and they would look at these pictures and they would tell jokes about the victim and laugh about her and her body. They were totally desensitized to her and what had happened to her. And I remember talking to another prosecutor about how disturbing that was. And she said to me, yeah, well, you know, you have to become desensitized to it, too. And in fact, what they recommended I do was that there was this other murder that had just taken place that was on video. It was from a prison and they wanted me to watch it so that I would become desensitized to it. I mean, as it was, everybody else in the office was watching it. And as best I could tell, getting a great deal of entertainment value out of it. But I said, no, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to get to a point where I'm not disturbed by these things. I don't want to become desensitized because being sensitive to this sort of thing is what separates us from the animals. Now, let me be clear. My worry was not that I was going to go around killing people. My worry was that I would be killing myself on the inside. And believe me, after I had to see those dead bodies, I had a much harder time watching simulated violence on television, especially the glamorized kind. And it's not just violence, right? We're sold sexuality, substance abuse, disrespect, all sorts of terrible negativity that we just don't need in our lives. And then we pretend it has no effect because we want to be entertained. 
you know, it's funny. I see these people buying all this exercise equipment and going to the gym and watching their diet. And I wonder what's even the point. You're building a healthier body while destroying your soul. You're watching what you put in your stomach while you put garbage in your mind. And then you wonder why so many people walk around life in a total malaise and our culture is in a state of total decay. Now, here's the thing. I'm not trying to come down on you here. I'm not saying you're going to go to hell for watching movies you shouldn't. We've all watched things we shouldn't have watched. We all have habits we need to break. We are all works in progress, myself included. But what I am trying to say is there are some things in life that are good for you and some things that aren't. And just as eating fatty foods and drinking alcohol won't send you to hell but will still hurt your body, so too can watching things you shouldn't watch cause very real decay of your mental health and your spiritual health. So listen to the Apostle Paul and take seriously what he says in Philippians 4.8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And believe me, my friends, if you do that, then the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Those are my thoughts for tonight. All right, Kristen. Awesome. I so, like that. Sorry, I went a little long there. but No, um, that's, a, that's a passion that both of us share, uh, having a heart for the media. Obviously, doing this, we, we uh, definitely have a heart for the media and wholesome entertainment. And that's why we should support when there are good, good products out there as well. So very, very good point. Um, well, today is Palm Sunday. So I would love to just do a prayer that is really kind of, um, if we could all picture that day on Palm Sunday when, when Jesus came riding in on the donkey and, and praise him. We always should be praising him, but um, really to reflect on that day. So there's a song um, that just leads, for me, it leads worship into prayer. Um, and I thought it was perfect for today. So you can join in with me if you know it. It's called Hosanna in the Highest. Um, and there's a lot of different songs that have to do with this, but this is the one I thought of. So as we pray, we're just going to start this way. Um, I see a near, I see, oh Jesus, I see a generation rising up to take their place with selfless faith, selfless faith. I see a near revival. Stirring as we pray and seek, we're on our knees, we're on our knees. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Heal my heart and make me clean. Open up my eyes to the things unseen. As I walk from here unto eternity, break my heart for what breaks yours. Everything I am for your kingdom's cause. Show me how to love like you have loved me. Oh, Lord, thank you that we can hardly, we can't even picture it. You riding in on that donkey. That's such a sign of humility, God. And the multitudes, as they praised you and said, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. And they laid their palms down 
at your feet. And some of them even laid some of their garments down at your feet, God, and paved the road with, with those things, Lord, to show the submission to you, God. You are king, king of glory, the king of kings. To how, how amazing that the king of kings would come riding in on a donkey. How amazing that you had raised Lazarus from the dead only a little bit before this, Lord, and the multitudes had seen your miracles. How amazing, Lord, that the palms were engraved on a coin in ancient Rome and, and the palms are again seen in a, a symbol in Revelation where um, they, they actually surround your throne, Lord, with palms and worship God. Over and over again, the palms of Palm Sunday remind us of submitting to you, God. So whether we have literal palms on our doorposts and our homes, and palm trees, but or we don't, or we just have the palm tr- palms of our heart, Lord, give you praise, Lord. We, we, we give you everything in submission, God. It's all about submission and yielding to you and giving you the highest praise. May you have the highest place in our life, God, the highest priority, the highest praise. Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Oh, Lord, just to know that you would then be crucified, that this was leading up to your crucifixion, that you knew, riding in on that donkey, you knew what was to come, God. Even though the crowds did not, you knew what you would be doing, God, for our sins, You knew that you would be nailed to a cross, God, and that you would take on every sin, every sin that all the people listening ever committed, that I ever committed, that Jordan ever committed, that any person in this world, God, you would take on the sins and all the sickness and all the hurt and all the confusion, God. You would take it all on. You would take it on, Lord. You foreknew that. You would take on the pain, that some of my brother and sisters are going through even now, God. You took that on on the cross so we didn't have to carry that burden. For those who are going through fear right now, for those who are feeling alone right now, for those who are afflicted with sickness, for those who, who feel like there's no way out, who, who just are, are, have felt betrayed, Lord, for those who who will feel confused, Lord, you are the God of order, not of chaos. For those who don't know which way to turn, who feel helpless and hopeless, God, you took all of that on, on the cross, God. For those who have had to witness things and and have had hurts that they feel they can't get out of their minds, God, Lord, your blood washes over us. Oh, the blood that Jesus shed for me on Calvary. It It can never lose its power. God, you will never lose your power. That blood that was shed for us will never lose its power. And you rose again. You rose again. The tomb is empty. Oh, Lord, we give you the honor, the glory, and the praise for who you are, God, for how you have saved us, God. And we praise you through. I I want my brother and sisters my brothers and sisters tonight to to recognize that we're praising you through. If, If you are feeling... Uh, if you have a need right now, just begin to praise him because uh, don't focus on the need. 
Focus on your praise. Put all of your energy, put all of the, the things maybe you've been doubting. Maybe you've been having heartache. Put, put that energy into good use. Put it into your praise. And as you start to pray, pray past the pain. Pray past the mental pain. Pray past the emotional pain. Pray past the physical pain. And, start, and just lay it all down and just submit to him. Just lay everything down at his feet. Just start praising him. Just start saying, Hosanna in the highest, King of glory, Lord of lords. Lord, we worship you. You are worthy to be praised, Lord. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, Lord, the one who was and is and is to come. Oh, Lord, we love you with all of our hearts and all of our souls and all of our minds and all of our strength, God. We give to you everything we have, God, as you fill us, Lord. Lord, as my brothers and sisters and I start to pray and praise you, God, you are filling us. As we pour out to you, you are pouring into us. As, as we pour out, Lord, your blood washes over. Your blood washes over. My brothers and sisters who have bad memories of things, Lord, may you make them new memories, God. That's what's on my heart tonight. Give them new memories. May your blood wash out bad memories and give new memories and new beginnings and newness, Lord. In Jesus' name. For every person, Lord, we give you the honor, the glory, and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So, very good job, Kristen, as always. Yeah. All right. So, we got a bunch of uh, prayer requests tonight. I'm going to put them on the bottom of the screen there, but I'm also going to pray for these people individually. Naranda asks uh, for prayer for himself and his family. They're on lockdown uh, in Guyana. He also asks that we pray for all of Guyana. Reader, uh, sorry, Rita says, I would like you to pray for my country, also Guyana, and my family too, and all the other countries, which we will. Chandra says, uh, hi, Pastor, I'd like you to pray for the whole world, especially my country, Guyana. We're very popular in Guyana tonight for some reason. <laughs> all right, well, hello to everybody in Guyana. Hey. Decante, serious prayer here. They're all serious, but uh, my request is that my son should leave the streets. There's a verse I'm thinking of, uh, raise a child up in the way of the Lord and he'll return to it. So yes. we're, we're going to call that child back. And just like the prodigal son returned back to his father. Sashi says, please pray for me and my children and financial breakthrough. Absolutely. Salamanisa, Salamasina, excuse me, says, please pray to God to finish the power of the coronavirus in Jesus' mighty name by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. That's a good prayer by itself. Hallelujah. Yeah. Arishma uh, Naker is a... Uh, Commenting right now from the Fiji Islands, I'm sure it's beautiful there, it says, thank you for your prayers for my sister, Sarishma. Do keep her in her prayers, all right? Do keep her in our prayers, I should say. So we'll pray for Sarishma also. And also a friend of mine, Mary Beth, a good friend of mine, uh, got some bad news yesterday. One of her friends who's, with whom she's very close uh, has prostate cancer. And apparently it's treatable, but he's being a little hard-headed and he's not going for treatment because he wants to do some other things first. And it's kind of weighing on her. And also she's taking on a whole lot of responsibilities, caring for her mother who's in her mid-80s. And of course, we're all, all of us who have relatives who are really above 60 uh, are concerned for their health due to the virus and everything. So we're going to pray for all these people right now. Father God, we thank you that we can come into your presence. We thank you for the technology, first of all, that allows this to take place where just individuals from all over the world can join together in spirit and in truth 
and petition you and just come into your presence and and seek seek your power over our problems. Father God, these people have all acted in faith. These are faith prayers here. These aren't just this isn't a shopping list. These are people who believe in your power. And so when they when they pray for themselves and for their families, God, we know and we expect that their prayers are heard and will be answered, that you want to do a good work in their lives. I think we get so used to in this world being afraid to ask people for things for fear of rejection that we almost feel like we're imposing on you sometimes to ask you for things. But God, we know that you want us to rely on you. You want to display your power in our lives by giving us things to pray for and then answering those prayers. So God, I pray that these prayers are heard by you and that they're answered affirmatively by you. In particular, I want to pray for the country of Guyana tonight. We had three requests just from Guyana, even though we have almost 14,000 followers from all over the world, but uh, we got three from Guyana tonight. So God, I feel like you must have a special need for that. We pray for DeConte's son who is turned the wrong way. And God, we know that you can turn people around. We've heard the stories a hundred times more than that. God, I pray not only do you turn this person around, that other people who's running, who are running with him on the street see his example and they turn also. Mm. Sashi prays for himself and for financial breakthrough. God, we pray for financial breakthrough for all these people who may want to watch some of the more recent videos we've done, by the way. I did one recently on tithing. And in fact, the one last night is how uh, God wants to bless us in all things. There's some good messages there. God, once again, we uh, pray against the coronavirus. But, you know, in the big scheme of things, there are a lot of people dying right now from things other than coronavirus that we don't ever pray for. I want to pray for victory over AIDS. We don't even think about that as much in the United States anymore. But it's it's still rampant in parts of the world and, and within certain communities in the United States, too, who traditionally maybe the church hasn't uh, been responsive enough to. Let's be honest. OK, so I want to pray for an end to AIDS. I want to pray for an end to cancer. I want to pray for an end to heart disease and renal failure. I want to pray for an end to Ebola, which is still prevalent in some uh, parts of the world. Even polio, for goodness sake, in parts of Africa, polio still occurs. I want to pray for an end to poverty. I want to pray for an end to, to countries not having access to clean water. Okay, I want to pray for an end to all these sorts of diseases that we really should have eradicated by now. Not just Corona, Father God. Yes. And those are ridiculous, bold, ambitious prayers. And someone would listen to that and say, Jordan, you're praying for an end to basically every disease. We can't cure cancer. You know what? It, maybe the answer isn't throwing hundreds of billions of dollars more into cancer research. And that's great. I, I appreciate those guys. But God, the answer is a miracle. We need miracles. These people need yes. miracles. So I'm going to close with this, God. I pray for each of these people, their specific needs. And as I always say, God, I pray that they go from people who have specific needs to people who are able to pray for other people's needs, that other people in their communities see the miracle that you do in their lives. And those people go to these people and ask them to pray over them so that these people, we're not here just to pray for people, although that's important. We're also here to raise up the next generation of international prayer leaders, planting seeds in their own communities and turning those communities for Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, my dear Kristen, would you please close us out with the call to salvation? Yes, yes. If you would like to uh, ask Jesus into your heart, what a better, there's not a better day to do it. It's Palm Sunday. That would be awesome. So you can follow me with, in this prayer. 
Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you prayed that prayer, comment on the video or send us a message. We want to know. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Kristen, give me a second. We just got a new prayer request that came in, and I don't want to save it for tomorrow. And it's in the comments section, and it's from a man named Gerard. And we're going to just deal with this right now because it's that important. And he says, please, servant of God, I seriously need your prayers. Many a times when I'm lonely in my room, I feel like taking my life because of the difficulties and struggle I'm facing in my life. Many times I don't like to live anymore. I need someone to talk to me about my situation, please. Gerard, you came to the right place. Mm-hmm. Here's what we're going to do. First of all, Gerard, if you didn't say that call, call to salvation just now, you're going to say it with me right now, okay? You're going to say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. You got to yield to Jesus entirely to come into you and to fill this loneliness void that you're having. Yes. Now, I just had a friend of mine take his own life, and I wish I had said some, some of the things to him I'm going to say to you now, okay? First of all, 90% of the people who attempt suicide and live through it never attempt it again because they see how horrible it is. I, I did studies on people who've jumped off bridges and survived like the Golden Gate Bridge and all about 5% survived. And all of them say the moment their hand left that rail, they instantly regretted it. So suicide, number one, is something that you're going to regret. But number two, it's I have a more positive message for you. God did not make a mistake mm-hmm. when he made you. He made yeah. you for a purpose, okay? And he loves you very, very much. And he wants to come into your life and just wrap his arms around you. And more than that, he wants to convert you. He wants to turn you into something special so that you can help other people who are hurting. Now, I don't know why you're hurting right now because you weren't specific. But I know God loves you very much. I know God is very close to the brokenhearted. I know he is a comforter. And in a video recently, I said, you know, I can't promise you that a life, that the Christian life is one of happiness but I can tell you that it's one, it's a life where you don't have to go through it yourself because someone's always going to be there with you. So my friend, your life is worth living. You are extremely, extremely valuable. That's why the enemy is coming so hard against you right now. The enemy wants to take you out because the enemy is intimidated by you. Okay. But we're not going to give him the victory. I believe that God has an incredible plan for your life, that you're going to do incredible things for the kingdom. In the name of Jesus, we rebuke these destructive spirits that are affecting Gerard, we rebuke this idea that he has, that he's not valuable. God, I ask that you please heal him of the pain that he's in. Yes. I ask that you give him life and you give him life abundantly. Yeah. And I want to hear praise reports from you, Gerard. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, listen, one last thing, Gerard, and I'll give it over to Kristen because she's got some good things to say, I can tell. The Bible says, The Lord inhabits the praises of his people. So if I were you, I'd go online and go to iTunes or whatever and start downloading some serious praise music and just fill fill your mind with praise. Mm. Watch as many of our episodes as as you want so so that you can hear us praying for you and people like you. I'd also start listening to guys like Joel Osteen who are great. They're great positive influences. Joyce Myers is another one. Charles Stanley. Start surrounding yourself with positive things filling your body with, pro- with with positive ideas, okay? 
And always know that you can always come back to us and send us a message um, if you if you need to talk and you need more prayer or anything like that. All right, we're here for you. We're here for all you guys. And uh, I certainly hope this is valuable to you. Kristen, you want to go ahead? Well, it's just uh, interesting to me that you started your message with uh, what you put into your mind and media. And I think that that uh, a lot of things are happening nowadays because of what the media is putting out there. So I would say what you said about, you know, listening to praise music and be careful, Gerard, but what enters your mind of what you're watching. And, um, and like Jordan said about, you know, self-destructive with that, um, that's definitely an element. Another thing is to remember that every person has felt what you're feeling, maybe not to the extent, but at one point in their life, every person has felt hurt. Every person has felt alone. Every person has felt those emotions. The enemy wants to totally isolate you and make it like you're the only person that this is, you know, has experienced this. Um, no, every person has felt that. And um, we've had to dig in deep and, and grab a hold of the Lord. Um, if anyone has ever said things to you that have made you feel a certain way about yourself, I just come against that in Jesus' name. Um, whether those were things that people have said to you or if you... Be careful of what you hear in, in your head of what you're saying to yourself. Um, only things that uplift you because God is saying beautiful things to you. But if any, but anything from your childhood or anything in, in your past, if anyone has called you names or, or things that were destructive to you, um, you are not that. You don't have to live under that label. You have a greater calling and a deeper purpose. And God wants to show that to you. You are precious in his sight. You are not alone. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And the things that you think are bad now, um, they're not as bad as they seem. They're, they're, there may be heartache. There may be things. But the enemy wants to make you think it's a lot worse than it is. And we're here for you. And um, I don't know if, uh, you know, now being in quarantine, I was going to say you could get in, involved in a, in a church in your area, but um, you still can online and, and different things to get, in, get involved in positive communities with other believers that will lift you up and people who've been through what you've been through. And um, we'll, we're definitely here for support too. And, and I would just add, you know, Gerard, that you should always look into getting uh, professional help. Now, Kristen and I, you know, we'll certainly pray for you and we'll love you and, and we're here if you need us. Uh, but there are also a lot of really good professional Christian counselors out there. And so my advice, you know, to you is, is to look into that maybe through your church, if they have counseling yes, there. Make sure they're Christian. <laughs> yeah. But yes. the point is there are people who do this professionally. And, you know, I certainly stand by everything I said tonight, but, you know, you, there's, there's no shame in asking for help as you did here. Uh, so yes, if you can, if your good. church has any access to professionals or, you know, if you can find any online, if you can even sometimes access these people just through the Internet, even without seeing them in person, I would strongly, strongly recommend that. OK, my friend. All right, guys, listen, thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you for these prayer requests. Please keep all these people in your prayers, including our friend Gerard and everybody else we mentioned. Please keep them all in your prayers. Guys, this is why I ask you every night to like and share the videos and like and share the page. It's not for me. It's so we can help people. Again, Kristen and I do not make any money off of this. We do not ask for money. I put my own money out to make this happen so that we can help people like Gerard and all these other people. All right. All I'm asking you to do is spend like two seconds hitting the share button, inviting all your friends, things like that, uh, so that we can help more people. All right, guys, listen, thanks for joining us again tonight. I uh, hope you had uh, a good time. I hope you got something out of it. We'll see you tomorrow at 730. In the meantime, be blessed and as always, be a blessing. Bye, everybody.
Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.